Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 106 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. We have a super exciting episode today and I am so, so, so pumped about it. Um, And in fact, I was just mapping out our entire summer of episodes, which I never do in advance, but I'm going on vacation. Depending on when you are listening to this, I am going to Alaska at the end of June and I need to get my episodes like mapped out and batched, which I'm not really good at. I'm so sorry, Erin. Erin is my podcast producer. Erin Tofani, shout out to her if you want to do a podcast. She is your girl. She's amazing. Um, anyway, and today's episode is such a good one. Um, holy crap. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. So we have Audrey Condi, who teaches aspiring entrepreneurs like you, um, or ex- people with an existing product-based business, how they can turn their passion into profit by building an online product-based business using print-on-demand. And what is print-on-demand? We're going to talk about that today. However, just to give you a little sneak peek, print-on-demand is this whole unicorn thing where you can sell physical products without having inventory. And it's like, what? I know, no inventory, no pack and orders, no printing out shipping labels, no going to the post office. All the things I absolutely despised doing when I had my business, the Dapper Dog Box. Like I freaking hated going to the post office. I hated packing orders. I spent so much fucking time at the post office and I hated it. So Audrey's going to share her geniusness on how you can actually sell products passively without having to ship them. Um, She's amazing. I met her last month at the Ultimate Product Party in Scottsdale, Arizona, and we had a blast chatting, and she's just super fun and super sweet and super smart, and I'm just excited. I love bringing people like that on to the podcast because, one, she can really teach you probably something that you may not be aware of, or she can maybe answer some questions that you might have about print-on-demand, like how can you incorporate that into your business if you already have a physical product brand and that kind of thing. So today's episode uh, will be super fun, so be sure to grab a coffee or grab a huge glass of wine. I have my huge iced coffee right now with my new iced coffee, uh, like it's like an iced coffee jar glass from F-Bombs and Booze. Shout out to Nicole, she's amazing. I bought this from her and I literally am obsessed with it. It's so fun. It says, I run on coffee, chaos, and cuss words. I mean, hello, it's perfect. All right, guys. Let's dive into it. Welcome to the podcast, Audrey. I am so excited to have you and it's so good to see you as well. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on today and teach all about print on demand because that is my love, my expertise. 
Yay. So before we dive into probably some funny conversations we will have, tell everyone a little bit about just who you are and a little bit about how you help people. So like I said before, my name is Audrey. I created a signature course, How to Turn Your Passion into Profit with Print on Demand. And I basically wanted to teach other people how they can start their own businesses using the print on demand business model. Um, Originally, when I started my business, I just wanted to create extra income outside of my day job. I wanted to be able to buy a car and a condo and max out all of my investment accounts, but I wanted to do that (laughs) without breaking the bank. Now, not only did I do that, but I was able to build a really fun and successful brand that I love. So I want to teach other people how to do that as well. Yay. I love it. So yeah, let's talk about your, I want to hear about your brand that, cause I know that you have your own apparel line. Um, but first, can you explain in your opinion, because I feel like when I tried to explain what print on demand is, I don't, I feel like I explain it in a weird way. So just like super briefly, how would like, what is your pitch when it comes to print on demand? Like why should people use it? And what is print on demand? Cause I think there's a lot of confusion around it. Yeah. So print on demand is a business model where you can create and sell customized products online. So basically Um, For example, let's say you wanted to start a t-shirt business, but you didn't want to stock inventory of like hundreds Mm -hmm. of t-shirts in different colors and sizes, you know, small to 2XL. Print on demand, you could host a t-shirt on your website. And after your customer purchases, then a warehouse, a third-party warehouse will then pick that t-shirt. They they house all the inventory. They'll pick the t-shirt that your customer bought. They'll print your design on it. They'll package it with your branding on it, and then they'll ship it for you. So basically, your role in the business is the design creation and the marketing and, of course, like the website creation. Okay, perfect. I love it. See, you had a much better and like concise way of explaining print on demand. I'm kind of like, yeah, it's like a way you can print products and not have to ship things and I just feel like my explanation is a bit wishy-washy. So thank you for that. And I think when most people think print on demand, they think t-shirt business because mm-hmm. that is the most common thing I think that people sell or people um, talk about when they're talking about print on demand. But there's hundreds of different types of products that you can sell. It's not just limited to t-shirts or even apparel. There's pet products and home products and car products and all sorts of different categories, even candles you can print on and sell um, without having to house the inventory or do. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think when I think of print on demand too, um, I, I sort of like only think of t-shirts and sweatshirts, even though I know that you can do other things. I think my brain just instantly thinks of like t-shirts, sweatshirts, um, like jogger pants and, you know, things like that. So tell us like a little bit about the brand that you founded. Cause I know that you sell it's motivated, Babe. Okay. That's what I thought. Motivated babe. So tell us a little bit about that. Like what made you start doing it? I would love, I'm curious myself, like what made you start doing that? Cause I don't think I actually know that about your story, but I would love to hear like, what made you start doing that? And then how did you discover print on demand? Like when did you first learn about it? And what made you say, I want to do print on demand. Sounds like a cool opportunity. So I was always in 
healthcare as a career, but my mm-hmm. true passion was in business. So I always, even though I was going to school for healthcare and was working in healthcare, I was still learning about business on the side. So that brought me to events where we would speak about digital marketing. And I had a few different side hustles and I would work with different women business owners through these opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with the business side of things. And as I was growing, you know, in my business development, I thought that I wanted to start a product-based business. Well, like I had said before, my goal was to make money, not really spend money. Mm -hmm. Well, when you start a traditional product-based business, you kind of have to spend money to make money because you're spending money on branding, um, a warehouse or, you know, your second Mm -hmm. bedroom of your house, whatever, uh, inventory, you have to stock all of your products and just to name a few, (laughs) you know, that's a few points of cost in a product-based business, but I still wanted to do it. So through my research on the internet, I found print on demand and realized that this was the perfect business model for somebody who was still working a full-time job because 80% Mm -hmm. is outsourced at baseline and I don't have to spend thousands of dollars or tens of thousands or, you know, more than that in mm-hmm. order to start making money. So I could see a profit almost right away. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. I love that so much. So when did you start the Motivated Babe? Like wh- how did that sort of form? Yeah. So I started Motivated Babe back in 2019. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So three yeah. years. Amazing. So she- She's been around for three years. She started. She she started actually under. I have like some crazy stories, but she started under a different name. Um, I originally launched her under a different name, but ended up rebranding sometime last year, and just purely marketing on Instagram Mm -hmm. and Pinterest, mostly Instagram, to send traffic to my website and you know make sales from there. And what had started as a quote page turned into a clothing brand. Really? Okay. I feel like I knew this just from our chat at Ultimate Product Party in Scottsdale, but I had probably way too many glasses of wine and I think I forgot. So can you talk a little bit about what that means? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good story. <laughs> well, well, what, what means like, like the quote page or yeah. Yeah. You said what started as a quote page turn into like a brand. I I love that. I feel like that's a really cool little slogan. So like, so like when I, when I was talking before, you know, I was so interested in business and development and I was working with all these other women entrepreneurs, I would just share motivational quotes Mm, on an Instagram page and that got some traction. And I was like, okay, people like motivational quotes. Mm-hmm. What if I can make motivational t-shirts or motivational mm-hmm. sweatshirts or stickers or water bottles? And that's when I got the idea to create a product-based business. Okay. Choosing nice. the business model print on demand because I didn't have extra money to invest in the product-based business, you know? Okay. Yeah. Aww. But yeah, I, de- I definitely cool. had some extra glasses of wine at Ultimate Product <laughs> Party as well. <laughs> and that's why we had so much fun. Um, we, there was a few of us who went out for one of the dinners and, um, yeah, we just like, I went home that night and I was like, I haven't had so much fun with people that I have just met, even with people that I know, like I've, cause I feel like we're combining people that like to talk about 
product-based businesses and marketing all that. And then you're just like in this really fun atmosphere. So yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. We definitely shut um, the restaurant down. I know. <laughs> they were like, um, are you guys going to stick around much longer? Cause we're just trying to close down. I know. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> Oh my God. And I, I, and I was like, wait, you didn't give me my credit card back. And he was like, we don't even take your credit cards. And I was like, Oh, and I opened up my wallet and there was my credit card. I'm like, okay, that's, that's embarrassing. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. So that's, I love that story though. And I like how you just casually like skimmed over it. You're like, Oh yeah. What was like a quote Instagram page turned into like a brand and you just kind of glossed it over. But that's why I was like, no, we need to talk about that because that's like the magic. You started something and you got some results and some traction and you're like, okay, people are liking this. People are resonating this, resonating with this. Now I can actually monetize this with a physical product. So I love that. And how did you first know about print on demand? Cause I think it's still, and thank God for you. Cause you can help people start this, but like, how did you first know about that? Cause I feel like I didn't even know about this until, I mean, not that it matters, but like, I don't think I knew about it until maybe like last year. Yeah. So like, basically I would just search on the internet, um, different Mm -hmm. ways to like source products. And I found somebody who was in the print on demand industry and they helped me get to a certain point. But I also felt like, you know, as far as researching which companies to work with, Mm -hmm. but the reason why I wanted to start my own print on demand coaching business is because I felt like there weren't any other coaches out there who were personable. Like they were all pretty much like, well, I'm not going to share my shop with you. You just have to trust that I've made this amount of sales and I um, will teach you like to a certain point. But other than that, you're on your own. And there wasn't like Mm -hmm. that aspect of a personal brand where I could like, that's weird, feel like they were my friend and they were really like invested in my success. So that's why I started coaching people because I, I want them to see like, a, the exact strategy that I used to get to this point yeah. and B, they could see my shop. They could see me in real life, what I'm doing on a daily basis in my product-based business. Yes. I, th- yeah. And when you were just talking about like how they weren't personable, I think that stuff is so weird. Cause I also work with clients too. And the person who I just recorded the podcast before you, she was one of my one-on-one clients from last year. And we literally send each other like animal videos on Instagram almost every day. Like she's like a friend and I would never have it any other way. You know what I mean? I feel like my clients are like friends. I am obsessed with your business and your brand and what you do. And I feel like if that relationship, um, it doesn't have to be that excessive, but like there needs to be some, like, I actually want to help you not just give me your money and like move on. You know what I mean? And then I'll never talk to you again. Yeah. yeah that's so weird. People are, I don't know. People are weird. So. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that's why I like also teach, you know, people how to turn their passion into profit because working in a career where I didn't really feel passionate about, like I, mm-hmm. like I did with female entrepreneurship and yeah. what, you know, the quote page that turned into a product-based business is you can turn the things that you're passionate about into profit Mm -hmm. because you can build a community of Mm -hmm. like-minded people who are also passionate about the same exact thing that you're passionate about and sell them a product that they want and that they like, and they want to wear, they want to use. Yeah. I love that. I love everything that you just said. Um, it's, I agree with you. And I think finding community is super important, but also if you, 
you know, if you love what you're selling, then you're able to talk about it in a better way. Like you're excited about it. I think like I have my own opinions on like, if I was going to do another product business, what type of product I would, I would choose and why and opportunities. I think it's different than I would have said a few years ago, but I still think you need to like the product and you need to, if you're just like, I'm going to sell water hoses because I see an opportunity on Amazon. Like if you're not unless you're outsourcing the whole thing, if you're not even a little bit excited about water hoses, if that stuff comes through because you can't really create yeah. a brand around something that you don't like. <laughs> right. And there is something to be said about um, selling products that are highly searched for, but I think, yeah. and that are highly in demand, that is an aspect that I do teach as well. Like that, ha- mm-hmm. there has to be a little bit of that involved. You can't just be in like a I don't know, like a amphibian lovers club or something and sell like amphibian t-shirts if you don't like, I don't know, like I'm just amphibian. Using, That's such a funny like, example. A weird example, but it's like, if nobody's online searching for that, then nobody's probably going to buy your product, but yeah, we could refine and figure out how we can make something like that profitable. I love it. And it's funny too, because I'm sure there are people who are like, I love amphibians. I love reptiles. <laughs> I love frog. I don't even know what an amphibian is. Is that like a frog or a turtle or something? I think an amphibian. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know. <laughs> if you're an amphibian you lover. smarter than a fifth grader? It's and so funny. <laughs> like we could help people grow their business, but we have no idea about reptiles. I mean, whatever. I'm fine with that. <laughs> a fifth grader would definitely be smarter than me. If you're an amphibian lover and you're listening to this, send us a message on Instagram right now. <laughs> What is an amphibian? Oh my God. I love it. Um, okay, cool. So you started this brand and you started selling sweatshirts, t-shirts. Um, when, like, when did you have that moment where you were like, okay, this is working for me. And I want to talk about like logistically print on demand stuff in a sec, but I think it's, I love hearing people's story and I think it really helps people to, to see like the journey that you've been on because a lot of people that, you know, have their business or especially the listeners here, are a lot of them are like newly business owners or they're early stage. And so they may not have thought about a print on demand opportunity, but like, it's totally possible for them. And you're going to obviously give us some good uh, tips, which I'm excited about because you're obviously a genius. And I remember at UPP, like you, it seemed like everyone was like, I want to learn about print on demand. So you, you were a hot little topic. Um, but yeah, like when did you feel like, Oh my God, that this is working. Like I'm getting customers, I'm getting sales. Let's like, now I want to teach people. Like, when do you feel like that moment happened? Yeah. So I definitely, I think it was right around the point when I was working part-time in my biz, my product-based business, and then also Mm -hmm. working part-time at the hospital. And my income was around the same level for both. And I thought to myself, if I could dedicate full-time energy to this, where could it go? Mm -hmm. And if I can, some people... I I have the problem of looking at success from only a money standpoint, Mm -hmm. but I think that for a lot of people, it's not just about the money. It's about being able to plan your appointments whenever you want to being able to be at home with your kids and just working in little time increments throughout the day on your business. It's being able to have that online income. It's being able to have that additional income without having to feel burnt out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt like at that point in my career, I was like, okay, I need to take the leap and fully 
go in with myself and fully mm-hmm. go into this business and see where else it can go from here but also teach other people how to do it because God forbid, I don't have five jobs at one time, (laughs) but also because I, I see the opportunity there for a lot of people who are struggling with sitting on inventory and not having products that sell and not being able to buy new products because they're still sitting on old products. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, when I, so I sold my business in 2019 and like, I, so just for context, this is when we lived in Seattle, we lived in a townhouse, the Dapper Dog Box was my business and it took over. And when I say it took over, I mean like inventory and boxes and packaging and the actual physical boxes that I shipped people's product in, um, and the tables that we'd use to pack and like all the other crap that came with it. It took over our entire bottom floor of the townhouse. So the bottom floor and the garage was like the Dapper Dog Box warehouse and, I, when I sold my business, I was like, okay, now I have to actually go through all this inventory. I had like $12,000, $12,000 worth of inventory in my house, just sitting there. And as you know, when you have inventory laying around, that's money. That's not like in your pocket or in your business. It's just literally being wasted. So I love that you sort of discover this opportunity with print on demand. And you're like, okay, I can, I have this business where I was, you know, motivating people and people were loving it. And I started selling t-shirts and sweatshirts and I didn't have to have inventory. And I know a lot of people listening could probably look around their office right now and see boxes of inventory and that's money that they had to spend. And I know a lot of people, and this is what I definitely coach against is when you're first launching your business is to be very lean with inventory. Like you don't buy a lot of stuff because you don't know what people want to buy from you yet but I know a lot of people have a really hard time listening to that. And they're like, no, I want to buy everything because the more that I have, the more people will buy. Mm-hmm. And then they spend like $10,000 in inventory and then they get no sales. And that's a, lot a of very scary like, thing. That's very scary. People sit on that inventory. And I can tell you to this day, even mm-hmm. when I started my print on demand business, if I would have had the very first design I ever launched, launched mm-hmm. if I would have spent $10,000 stocking inventory on that item, I would still be sitting on that inv- inventory to this day because it was not my best seller and it yeah. barely sold. Because that's just the fact of the business is you have to test and you have to learn what sells in order to... Yeah make a lot of sales. And I understand where people are coming from where they're like, well, I want more inventory because I really mm-hmm. believe this product will sell. Well, you yeah. don't know until you push it out to the market. Yeah. And with a business model like print on demand, where there are hundreds of different warehouses with the same base product, after you add your design to it, you could literally sell unlimited amount of times without having the stress of printing the product yourself packaging all those boxes, storing all the inventory, shipping all the product, you know, going to the post office. I've never been to the post office to ship a package because I've always had somebody to do it for me. I don't even think I would know how to, I've never had to print a package. Amazing. No, you're fine. But, But that's amazing. I mean, it takes away and it's, it's not like I had to even hire employees to do it. This is just already exists that baseline. Yeah. And for some of the products, people are worried about, oh, well, doesn't that hurt your profit margin? And it's like, it doesn't. I talk to people who have 
physical product-based businesses were there housing the, you know, all the inventory themselves. And I asked them, well, what's your profit margin? And they'll tell me and I'll be like, that's my profit margin too, except I don't have to do half the work. Nice. That's amazing. Okay. Let's talk about the, let's talk about print on demand now. Cause I feel like you've give, you've done a good job of like talking about your business and how it works. And I'm so excited. So most people that listen to the podcast, they already have a business, whether they sell skincare products or they sell like greeting cards or they make scrunchies or, you know, a lot of pet industry. So dog bandanas and dog treats and subscription boxes. So they already have a product. I would love to sort of dive into a little bit of like, how could they add in a print on demand product that like works with their existing brand? So I kind of want to talk about that a little bit because I think a lot of people that have existing products, they could easily say, oh yeah, like I could make a t-shirt or a sweatshirt that kind of makes sense for my business. So maybe like if you can give any tips on that and then we can kind of talk about like some of the maybe mistakes people make with print on demand. Yeah. So I think if you're looking to start incorporating print on demand products into your business, the best place to start is to go to either like my two favorites are Printify and Printful. There's a ton of other platforms that you can go onto, but these are my two favorites. And just look through their catalog and see what products that they have to offer. See what products you could potentially sell in your shop and order samples. Take your designs that your already existing designs that you use on the products you sell now, upload them and add them to the products that you want to order samples of and order it. And then once it comes, just see like, is this the quality I want to give to my customers? Do I like the packaging? Do I like how it, the print looks? Do I like, you know, just go through your normal QA that you would go through with your products when you unbox them from whoever you get them from and go from there do your pricing you know make sure that it's still going to be profitable for you ask yourself like if it's not could you raise the price for something like this so that you don't have as much stress in your business and go from there mm-hmm. sorry i was taking a sip of water so like let's say for example um i'm going to use a new student of i'm sorry not student um i just launched a membership i'm very excited about it but someone who joined she has a brand and I'm not going to use her name just for, I don't know. I'll just not use her name. Um, she sells cake toppers for kids' birthday parties, which I'm like, that is so awesome because I just celebrated my son's birthday and I was searching for a cake topper and I was like, where were you? I needed you two weeks ago because I needed to order something from you um, and not from Amazon. So anyway, So let's say, so she has a cake topper business within the kids space. So say, Mm -hmm. because I like to give specific examples. It just helps people to like really think, okay, actually, yeah, I could do this. So she sells cake toppers. I don't know if she makes them herself. I have no idea if she manufactures them overseas. I'm not sure. But say she was like listening to this episode and she said, oh my gosh, Audrey, like, I feel like this has inspired me. I want to do a kid's t-shirt or sweatshirt that I can also sell in my shop to go along with the cake toppers. Right. How, like, how would you advise them? Like, what would you say? Cause they may not have a design. Cause you mentioned before, take your design. Maybe some people don't have a design. How would you get them to start thinking, how could they add a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or anything else? But let's just use a sweatshirt for an example, um, into their existing brand selling kids cake toppers for birthday parties. 
Like, what would you advise them on? Right. So if this is something that they're selling on their website, let's say somebody is searching for a three-year-old's birthday cake topper and Mm -hmm. they land on her website and they like it, they're getting ready to buy. If she wanted to upsell them, she could create a t-shirt or napkins or something that would go along like three-year-old themes. Mm -hmm. Where I would start Um, because I have zero graphic design. I'm not a designer. I can't draw. I can't even draw a circle or a straight line or anything, even a heart. I couldn't do it if you (laughs) asked me to. I would find a graphic designer, which I personally like to either find mine on Etsy or on Instagram. Um, If I'm looking for a graphic designer on Etsy, I'll look at similar designs that I want to. This is a pro tip everyone. (laughs) I don't just tell anyone this. I will find on Etsy a design that I like and I will message the designer and I will ask if they can customize it for me so that it's not like anybody else's design. So nobody else can buy that design. Nice. And then, yeah. So then you'll go to the, let's say you use Printful as a platform. You'll go to that platform. Mm -hmm. You'll find the product that you want. You'll upload your design to that product and Mm -hmm. then you'll push it over to your website. That way, when the customer is on your website, they're already buying that cake topper. You mm-hmm. upsell them. You say, hey, do you want this T-shirt to go along with the birthday party theme? It's the overall same theme, same branding. They say, yes, add to cart. Then after they purchase a notification, this is where the magic happens, will automatically get sent to the warehouse. The warehouse will then pick, print, package, and ship the product for you without you even having to touch a button. It's all automated. Now the t-shirt will, if you're shipping the cake toppers from home, the t-shirt will come in a separate package than the cake topper. But Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, your customers do not care if you tell them after they check out or during the checkout in the email after the checkout, say Mm -hmm. your package may come in several different packages. Um, these print on demand platforms do a good job of sending out shipping notifications. So they will notify your customer when their product has shipped and when it has arrived. Um, your customers don't care. I mean, if you look at the big box companies today, like I ordered yeah. a bunch of stuff from Best Buy the other day, which is random. Cause like I never shop at Best Buy, <laughs> but <laughs> it literally came in several different packages. I didn't care. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's what Amazon, Amazon does too. Exactly. As long as your customer knows that, it might come in different packages and the package is white labeled anyways. Like it'll look like it's coming from your business. It won't look like it's coming from a third party. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. Um, yeah. Cause I think with um, just with brands that already exist that they may not have like, cause I think if you have like a, you know, you sell print on demand items, you're, you already know about this, but I think what I really like for people is to think what is, is there an opportunity for my current business to add a print on demand product? So um, like, for example, earlier today, I did a podcast that's going to be coming out. Um, your episode's coming out sooner, but that episode is, it was a coaching call and she has a skincare brand and she wants to do a sweatshirt. So I sort of advised her, like we talked through some logistical questions, but the reason it works for her is because she has this skincare brand and she, she talks a lot about self-care And so her sweatshirt is going to say self-care. So it's like super seamless. It makes sense for her brand. She's not like creating some random product that doesn't make sense. And I think that's the opportunity here is like, 
no matter what you currently sell, you can likely add on a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, um, a mug. Like there's a lot of opportunity. I'll just kind of just give a few, I mean, you know, more of what the most popular print on demand products are, but I think like if there's like a statement that you say, or like a quote, like for example, me, I say obsessed all the time. I say yeah. it all the time. So for me, I could probably create a sweatshirt, something that says obsessed on it with some fun font. And that makes sense for me. It doesn't make sense for maybe you listening, but you want to kind of think of like, is there something that makes sense within my brand? That's like a quote or a statement or a word or just a product that, like you said, it could be an add on to what you currently sell, but it needs to kind of make sense. So I feel like there's so much opportunity for anyone listening that you could easily add on um, some kind of a product that's more passive and you don't have to ship it and all that. But yeah, and I'm sure you have more examples. Maybe you could share of some, maybe some of your students who maybe yeah. already have a business and they wanted to add another print on demand product. Like maybe what does that look like for them? Absolutely. And the whole idea of this is that it's very low risk. If you're adding a print on demand product into your product suite, or even if you're a service-based business owner like yourself, and you want to just, you know, do like a one-off fun sweatshirt launch, like it's no risk because you aren't buying inventory. You're not sure your audience or your community, you're not sure everybody's different sizes and what colors they're going to like and all that stuff, but you can offer pretty much anything to them at no or low risk. Um, I have one of my students, she actually, um, is in the like MLM market. So she, she works with Arbon, And so she sells okay. products through Arbon. and, um, she did, she wanted to add a stream of revenue to her business aside from her coaching business. She <laughs> wanted to add a stream of revenue by, in, you know, bringing in sweatshirts and t-shirts and hers are all like Arbon slogans, um, not Arbon okay. slogans because you can get, you know, issues with trademarks and copyright yeah. and all that stuff. But, you know, on the play of the health and wellness type genre. So like right. she does well selling those oh, um, nice. because she has a community that is very mm-hmm. into health and wellness at baseline. And they're already buying these products, these supplements, this, you know, vegan makeup and all that stuff. So like to get a all natural cotton t-shirt that like has that branding on it, they were like game. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Like when you have a community of people and audience and they're already buying stuff from you, if you can weave in this other product that makes sense, it's such a no brainer. I mean, it really is such a no brainer. And I have um, some business owners who they're just looking for a way to create products that they can wear in their business, kind of like a uniform. But oh, then love that. Mm-hmm. as they're wearing it in their business, their customers are like, I like that shirt. Where'd you get that? Like, let me, I want to buy that. that. And then they can, without having to have another added cost to their business, they can stock yeah. something or, you know, they can order one off this product for their customer. I love that. I feel like I need to do that. I feel like maybe I will make the obsessed sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should. Well, I feel Absolutely. like I need. I feel like I need something for my podcast. Like I like when people have branded, branded things. Like if I'm doing podcasts, because I do all my podcast videos recorded, and I think it kind of makes sense that I would wear maybe the same shirt. And then in all my videos, I would be the same thing. And I would have like a little brand. I'm not, I don't really want to have like 
six figure product business podcast plastered over everything. I, I don't think that would look great, but I do think there is some coolness, maybe not coolness, but there's some benefit of having like a branded thing that you wear when you do videos. So anyway, I think I'm going to do it, but yeah, absolutely. thank you. And I never <laughs> even thought like, oh, I should just use, cause I already have a printful account with my kid's t-shirt. I'd never even thought like, oh, I should just make one for myself and just buy one. Yeah. And you use it. Yes. You wear it during your, you know, Mm -hmm. podcasts and people are watching you and you wear it for your YouTube videos. And then you have a link on your website, like buy the sweatshirt I wear. That is really smart. I really like that. I love it. And it's Um, it's just another like easy stream of revenue that you just added to your business. Even if you just casually mention it, you know, during your sign off or, you know, during your intro, like, yeah, sweatshirt. I love it. On my website. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, yeah. And I was telling you before we recorded, like one of my clients that I work with. So this is like another example of like why Audrey can totally help you. Um, and we'll talk about like her course and all that in a sec, but one of my clients I worked with, so she sells all, well, she used to sell all like, like paper. So paper, like cards, notebooks, um, like picture, like wall art that you could frame, um, planners, calendars, everything paper. And she had everything printed. So her entire office was like filled with paper products everywhere. She had a ton of money invested into inventory. And so when I started working with her, we were looking through her analytics and I was like, you know, it's interesting. Your best selling products are these t-shirts. I'm like, why are you not selling those anymore? And she was like, this is like perfect example for this podcast. She was like, oh, well I had to have them printed at a printing company and they were super expensive. She was like, they were so expensive for me. You're like, yep, I know. Mm -hmm. They were so expensive for me to print that. Like I literally was losing money by the time I printed them and then people ordered and all that. So I was like, you should do print on demand. And she kind of was like, oh yeah, like I, I think I have an account somewhere. Let me like figure that out. So she just went back into her old account put, cause she's a designer so she can make all the amazing, like, I feel like if you're a designer too, this is like, you have to. Oh my God. I wish I had that skill. (laughs) I know I'm too. I'm a terrible, I feel like I'm like a wannabe graphic designer. Like I think that I can do stuff. And then then I really can't like, it's, it's terrible. So bad. You, I should send um, you some of my first designs. They're so bad. <laughs> I'm going to find my very first thing I ever made with Canva. I did it as like, when I, when I was first launching my business, I did like, I bought someone's leash at a event that I went to and I did a giveaway and I made a graphic and I tagged <laughs> them. She messaged me and she was like, do you mind? This is actually really funny. <laughs> she was like, do you mind if we could maybe create a new graphic for you that we could promote. That's, um, cause we're, you know, I'm a designer and I was like, sure. What she was telling me was like, your graphic is embarrassing (laughs) and please like, please don't tag us. Um, I feel like we need to start a trend on reels about this, like our first design versus like our designs or, you know, what we should, cause we've, I mean, I know this is like a different tangent, but like we all forget how far we have come. I mean, no matter where you are in your business today, you are kicking ass to where you were a year ago and you're definitely kicking ass to where you were when you first launched. And like, yeah, I, I'm going to do it. I think we really should post some crappy shit that we did when we first started and like show people that you can start scrappy. Even if you want to do a print on demand sweatshirt, like you can make your own design if you want to and just try it. No one's going to, no one's going to stop you, but it's fun to look back at like how far you've come. So I love that. 
Um, okay. I just want to tell that story about my client. Cause I think this is perfect for people that may want like to go through your course or like get one of your freebies or something. So my client, she sold all paper products. And so then she went and she opened up her print on demand store and she started selling t-shirts. And now she has like doubled down on sweatshirts, t-shirts, because that's what people want from her. That's what people wanted to buy from her. And she basically has almost turned into a paperless business now. So she completely changed her whole business because she's someone who she has kids, she has pets, she loves traveling. She wanted freedom in her life and she did not want to be bogged down by um, shipping, printing things. And yeah, like she's doing she's doing well now she's selling, she looked at what was working and she's doing more of that. So, yeah. And I think, I think like back to the whole profit margin thing, when I first started wanting, when I had my first interest in starting a product-based business, I did look at a local print shop to see how Mm -hmm. much it would cost to get my design printed on their shirt. And it was going to be like $30 a shirt, which how, I mean, like, even if I, upcharged from there. I, my profit margin was going to just be like ridiculous. And I wasn't like a luxury brand. I wasn't like Balenciaga selling $500 for a t-shirt. I was like poor graphic designer, Audrey and her like condo (laughs) trying to sell off this shirt. Like I was not a luxury brand. So when I found that I could get a t-shirt printed packaged and shipped for me as for as low as $6 from a print on demand warehouse, I was like, bet we're going that way. You know? Wow. That's cheap. I didn't know it was that cheap. Wow. Yeah, it's cheap. And people, I think that that's the biggest misconception is people think that print on demand is poor quality and they think that it's very expensive, but I think mm-hmm. that there is so much more competition in the marketplace now that they've kind of ha- had to lower their prices. And on top of that, um, one of the stu- one of the girls that was at the conference when I was giving my talk was like, you know, I I really do pride myself in offering high quality products. Like, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, what t shirt do you normally sell? And she was like, I sell the Bella Canvas three o three thousand and ones. And I was like. Mm-hmm literally there are so many warehouses that will sell that let that will package and print that for you. Like it already yeah. exists. Like you can what, sell high quality products. Is that, um, cause I have, I'm like literally looking into my closet cause I have some of their t-shirts. I was doing this mock-up photo thing and then I decided not to do that anymore. Anyway, I did buy a bunch of friggin' t-shirts. What, um, is that a t-shirt or a sweatshirt? And is that model like a super soft one or is there something special about that one? Or is it just like kind of normal? It's a t-shirt and it's like really soft and just overall good quality. The print always looks good on it. And, um, yeah, I just feel like it fits different and also it washes better. Like after you put it through the wash, it doesn't shrink up and get all weird looking. Okay. Gotcha. But I mean, it's amazing. Like it's amazing. I think the number one takeaway from like, even talking about your client earlier, when it's like, Mm -hmm. don't be married to one product and don't be married to one design because you never know what's going to work. Um, just keep testing. If something doesn't work for you, like paper products aren't working for you and t-shirts are working, then, you know, test that and then try another when you get that working try another one or if it's not working try another one same with your designs if you have a design that's not working try something else and the beauty of being in a business where it's where you're using print on demand is you can test and test and test without the financial commitment of stocking inventory yeah no I totally agree with you there's I mean 
yeah, there's so much benefit to, to doing print on demand. Um, I'm, I would love to know like what mistakes you see people making when they have a print on demand store. But I also am curious, what is like one thing that you don't like about print on demand? Cause obviously there's like, there's always going to be pros and cons to buying your own inventory or make like, say you want to do a sweatshirt. You see people all over TikTok. Um, I'm thinking of one person's account in particular where like, she literally will take the blank sweatshirt, put the little thing down, put the heat press thing on it. I don't even know what they're called. Like the heat press that goes down. And then she shows a sweatshirt and it looks really pretty, but there's going to be pros and cons to doing that versus doing a print on demand sweatshirt. Like, what do you feel like? um, I don't know. I would love to just hear your feedback on like, what are some things that you don't like about print on demand? I think, I think the number one thing that people can't wrap their head around is outsourcing. (laughs) Like, oh, you're not going to hold the product yourself and make sure it's pressed perfectly and the design is perfect and there's not one little issue with the entire and the packaging is all like, you know, perfect. Mm -hmm. People have a hard time of letting go of that side of their business because when you let somebody else do it for you, you don't know what your customer is going to, you know, you you don't know exactly. You should know what your customer is getting, but you don't know exactly how it's going to come to them. Yeah. And I would say that lack of control. Yeah. Yeah. The lack of control. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, I will have a customer who sends me a support message that says, Hey, like this product was damaged. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, what, what can you do about it? And whether it's, you know, the design was like halfway like it was fully printed on, but like half of it was faded. Like something, there was an issue with the printing process, yeah. obviously. Yeah. That's funny. That will happen in your business and it's mm-hmm. okay because yeah, yeah. this is, these are just, you know, it's not going to happen often. It's going to be once in a blue moon. These yeah. are perfect opportunities when you can use your customer service skills <laughs> and ask them, you know, like, do you want a refund or do you want your money back? the best part about something like this happening is if there is an issue with the product and your customer receives it that way, Mm -hmm. you can just take it up with the print provider. They will issue a reprint or a refund, whatever you want to offer to your customer. And it's all on them because I'm sure some, you know, your listeners or your community have been in this situation where they've ordered inventory and the inventory has come damaged. Like it just happened. Yeah. You know, oh my God. I have these- a really funny story about dog treats and moths. Ew. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about that after, but yes, the, like no matter if you do print on demand or you buy products or if you do your own stuff and you ship to customers, you, that, there's still damage that can happen to things show up broken. The box is dented in like the package is stolen. So this happens no matter what business model you have. Yeah. Even if you're pressing the t-shirts yourself, you can still mess it up. But guess what happens when you mess it up? You have to pay for the new vinyl transfer and the new t-shirt mm-hmm. to send out to your customer and yeah. the new packaging and all that stuff. But when the print on demand provider messes up, they pay for it. Yeah. So, you know, I would say that's the only downfall, but that's going to happen no matter how you do your business. Yeah, I agree with you. I like that. And then um, let me just, I have to tell the moth story now. I feel like I can't say <laughs> I have a moth story and, dog I know. Treat and then not tell, tell it. Story. 
So there's, and I'm not going to use the brand name and I actually forget the brand name anyway. So, um, there was one time I ordered these treats from this company. They had, they had the most beautiful pet. I'm sorry. They had the most beautiful dog treat bag packaging I have ever seen in my entire life to this date. Like, so if you ever go into a store and you're like, that dog treat bag is phenomenally beautiful, you might know who I'm talking about. It's like, <laughs> it's it's incredible. Um, they have, it's like um, illustrations and it's beautiful. So I got the t- treats in the mail and I shipped them out to my customers. And a few days after the boxes went out, I started getting um, emails from people. Okay, the first email comes through. Hey Carrie, um, I opened up this this treat bag and there were bugs inside. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like the you know one of the worst things because they don't get mad at the treat company; they get mad at you. This is your business, and yeah. you should know better. Of course, I did not know that there was bugs in the treat bags. So then I was like, oh my gosh! Like, and I, my customer service was like literally spot on. I took care of my people, and no matter what. So of course, refund, new box went out, blah blah. blah. Then I get, I start getting more people. I open up the treat bags. There was um, moths inside of them. And I was like, fuck. So then I had to email when it's one person, you're like, okay, maybe there might not be an issue, but then multiple people. So I had to email my entire customer list and be like, if you have not opened this treat bag, throw it away immediately. If you have opened it, do not give any more treats to your dogs, please. I am going to send every, I forget what I did, but I basically like, I think I gave every person from that order, um, either a disc, like a credit towards their next, cause it was a subscription, a credit towards their next box, or I just refunded people. I don't even know what I did. The people who emailed me with the treats with the moss, I gave them a full refund for that box and I sent them other stuff. So that was really, and so then I started opening the treat bags and they literally, they, and I don't know if it's like moths and stuff, but it was like the web from, I think it is a moth. Like it was basically like you opened it up and it was full of cobwebs. Oh my God. That's terrible. The white sticky cobweb stuff. It was disgusting. And so, and you would have never known that because it's not like you're opening the treat bags before you put them in. Yeah. And like that stuff can happen. Like when you're, when you're doing food products, like there's always a chance that there's going to be, there's moisture in the bag and then it develops into moths and other strange creatures. But yeah, like that was a really bad issue. And of course, like I didn't know that that was going to happen, but so my point here is like, you will have things that happen. And as long as you're aware that like, if you do a print on demand, you might get stuff that's sent out and it's like damaged or they send the wrong item. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what happens in any business, you know, no matter what. So anyway, yeah. okay. I feel like I have one more question. What mistakes do you think people make when they have, you know, they're selling, um, say we have someone who makes really cute sweatshirts for kids. Mm-hmm. Like what are some mistakes that this person might be making in their business? Um, I think the number one mistake that most people make because it is a business model where it is, it's very easy to enter into almost mm-hmm. anybody can create a print on demand shop, throw a design on a t-shirt and put it on a website. Anyone can do that. Sure. I think the biggest mistake that people make is not forming a community and designs that their community wants. They're just throwing like stuff at the wall, which is fine and all to get started, but you really have to focus on building a brand and that starts with building your community. Okay. I love that. 
And so that's more like on social media, getting customers and sort of getting them to like be more involved in your business kind of thing. Yeah. However that looks for you, you know, if you want to be a strictly online business, then yeah, that means building the community online. If you want to be, um, wholesale only, then, you know, forming contacts with boutiques, um, or obviously like a mixture of both. Okay. I love that. Okay. Now, how can people work with you? I know you have a course, maybe you can talk about that for a sec, but like, how can people work with you? And for people that, um, have an existing business, maybe what are the, some ways that you can help them if they want to do a print on demand product and yeah. And then where can people find you online to follow you? Yeah. So, um, if you are completely new to print on demand and you just want to dip your toes in, I do have a free guide. It's called five um, steps to build an online product-based business. And you can find that on my website or on my Instagram, um, which my Instagram is Audrey Candil. It's A-U-D-R-E-Y-K-A-N-D-I-L. And then I also have a signature course. It's um, set up to be six weeks. It's self-paced and you get lifetime access to all the updates. It's um, available on my website too. So if you want to like fully dive in and, you know, get fully wet and get ready for building your print on demand business, you can find me there. Nice. And what's the name of the course? Just, just so we know. So it's called um, how to turn your passion into profit with print on demand. Oh, I love that. I love that. I feel like that's going to be, maybe that can be like the title of this episode. I love it. Um, well, you're amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all your amazing tips. And I hope, I just feel like there's so many people that are listening that you have a product that you're either making or you're manufacturing. This is a really good opportunity to add a new product in that just is easy for you. And if people don't buy it, oh, well, try a different design. But I do think if you sell anything, candles, books, um, I know I have a lot of like pet industry people, people that do candles, accessories for your hair, like pet products. Yeah. You can also do products within your niche with pet on demand, but I also think like, it's so easy for you to create like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt with something on it that your audience would also like, just feel very connected to and buy and print on demand just in my, at least in my head, it just feels easier than time spent on Alibaba researching products and then ship, getting them shipped over. And it just, it feels easier to me. So Anyway, but thank you so much for being on and sharing all your amazing knowledge. And I'm so excited to catch up with you again. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I had fun. Yay. Okay. I think we need to do a virtual high five if you love this episode. So, so much fun. Audrey's amazing. She's just, yeah, she's amazing. So if you're not following her on Instagram or TikTok, go ahead and follow her. Her details will be in the show notes. And if you're interested in doing print on demand, check her out. She can definitely help you. All right, guys, I appreciate you so much listening. And like I said, we have so many good episodes for this summer. I am so freaking excited and just feeling a lot of the gratitude today that I get to sit here and and have conversations with all these amazing people and be able to help you and provide impact. And every message that you send me when you're like, I love the podcast, it helped me with this. I love this episode. Please send me those messages. I, number one, I selfishly am obsessed with getting them because it makes, it reminds me like that these episodes are helping you. And two, 
it just makes me feel good because, you know, we all have days in our business where we're like, I don't know if what I'm doing is helping people. I don't know if what I'm doing is working. And I have those days too. And probably more than you might think. And when I get those messages from people, it's a reminder to me like, oh yeah, you are like, you are helping every time you record this episode, all the work that goes into recording a podcast episode, um, all the stuff that you do, like it, it, it does matter. So, and that goes for your business too. Like, you know, everyone feels small sometimes. And, um, I wasn't meaning to even start talking about this stuff, but let's just talk about it for a sec. (laughs) Um, if you're still listening, awesome. Um, yeah, we can all feel really small sometimes. And I think it's always a good reminder that, you know, if you, if there's someone on like, let's say social media that you like, send them a message and tell them like, hey, I think what you're doing is really cool and you've helped me and I just want to let you know. Those messages mean, at least for me, like maybe some people don't care, but I'm going to guess that the average person does care and you don't know what they have going on in their life. And maybe at that very moment when they got that message from you, they were having a really shitty day or they were having a bad day or they we're having a day where they were like, maybe I should quit my business. Like my business doesn't matter. And then your message made them say, oh my gosh, like, wait, it it does matter. I am helping people. I am. People do love my product. So don't ever underestimate the power of just like being kind and being like, hey, um, I like what you're putting out into the world. I just want to let you know. I mean, I fucking, when I get messages like that, I like sometimes will cry because they are just so nice and so authentic. And I think oftentimes we completely forget that like people have watched what you do and you don't know that. And so you think, oh, no one likes me. No one, I didn't get enough likes today. No one likes my TikTok video. (laughs) But people just don't tell you, you know, and then one day they will tell you and they be like, yeah, I've been following you for six months. I fucking love what you do. And then they finally tell you, you know what I mean? So anyway, I don't even know how this whole rant started, but yeah, if you like someone, you like what they're doing, you think they have an awesome product, you love their product photos, you love their TikTok video, tell them like people don't tell each other enough when they like something. Okay. I'm going to wrap up this rant here. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much guys. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcast, and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.